Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed guests, and those of you wearing the funny animal hats, welcome! How you doing? Name's Robin. Nice to be, but you can call me Chuck. <laughs> Don't worry, this is all part of the demonstration. Just testing. Peter Pan, first blood. You know, coming in with twin Uzis going, Hook, we've got a problem. And have Jack Nicholson play Captain Hook going, Maybe, maybe not, sucker, let's talk. I'm on the job, you big nabob. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend, never had a friend. You ain't never had a friend like me. You ain't never had a friend like me. W. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World information station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 374 for the week of August 24th, 2014. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, my videos, blog, special events, live broadcasts, books, audio tours, and more. You can find everything over at WDWRadio.com. So I recently visited the newly reopened Captain Cook's counter service restaurant at Disney's Polynesian Resort in Walt Disney World and sampled many, many items from the new menu. And I'll share it with you in this week's live restaurant review. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and then pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show because I'll have some more information about our next very special event, Twilight at the Tower, on October 3rd at the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'll also have some information about upcoming meets of the month in Walt Disney World, special live broadcasts, and much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. This week, as part of the ongoing refurbishment of Disney's Polynesian Village Resort and Disney Vacation Club Bungalows, I think that's what the final name is going to be called, uh, an old friend is back because Captain Cook's has reopened on the first floor of the Polynesian Village Resort lobby after a uh, brief refurbishment. And so I thought this week, um, just because I was looking for an excuse to try out the new menu, we would do a live restaurant review. And I am joined this week by somebody, I don't know if you've actually ever been on a restaurant review before. You may have heard her in the past. She is the, uh, she's the fire under the machine, the beauty behind, the, I can't even say the brains. But uh, joining me this week is actually my wife, Deanna Mangello. Yes, and I'm so excited to be here and try this awesome restaurant. And it's funny because usually the restaurant reviews are for sit-down restaurants like Blue Zoo and El Molino and Shula's, and you get counter service, but it's baby steps. Yeah, I get counter service, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Yeah, but this is good counter service, right? And we've eaten here before. We love it. We're locals. This is one of the places that we like to come, you know, and that's the advantage of being local is you can come here, 
just for a bite and then, you know, go out to the Polynesian beach and watch electrical water pageant and fireworks. It's um, exactly. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. And the kids are excited, too, because, you know, we can go out there and see the fireworks and the water parade and everything. It's going to be good. And we are big fans, too, of Aulani. And as part of the refurbishment, you even said as you walked in, you know, there's a lot of construction walls that are up and even Captain Cook's, you know, isn't completely finished yet. But it's definitely starting to get more of that Aulani type feel. It's bright. It's open. It's airy. And it really is more like a not the kitschy sort of tiki culture that the Polynesian had for 40 plus years, you know, since it, because it really hasn't changed very much since it opened, but it's starting to feel a lot more like that Hawaiian flair. I totally agree. And being in Alani, you get this amazing feeling when you walk in. It's like breathtaking. And from what I'm seeing from the pictures that are here on the wall, you're going to get that same overwhelming feeling of just relaxation and the ambiance of the Alani Resort. So I'm so excited to see what it's going to look like. And even here at Captain Cook's, again, it's not quite complete yet, and the outdoor seating area is not finished. Uh, we're going to talk about some things that aren't here yet because some uh, additions that are coming to the Polynesian. But the color palette in here has changed, and the artwork has changed. And even looking it is sort of like attraction posters on the walls of places like Bora Bora and Samoa and the Enchanted Isles of Hawaii and Fiji. And it is like walking into the Magic Kingdom, those coming attractions, as if you were in somewhere in Polynesian on sort of a uh, vacation outside of Central Florida. Absolutely. You totally get that vacation feel when you're here. I mean, especially by these new posters that they did post, you can feel like you're on a deserted island somewhere. It's it's fabulous. A deserted island that has counter service. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, the important thing, too, about um, Captain Cook's, before we even get to the food, are some of the changes in the way uh, you are able to get your food. Again, it is counter service, but for a long time, they had touch screens that you were able right. to come up, place your order on the touch screen, pay for it, get a pager, and then go to your seat. And the first thing we notice as we come here is that the touch screens are gone. Instead, now they have added uh, a third uh, checkout where you would actually go and place your order. You know, I think that's so much more accommodating as a parent with young children to go up there, order, get your kids seated, and fun- be fumbling around. Right now, you go up, you order, you get a buzzer, and you come and sit down. Then you can you know, get your kids seated and bring your food back to the table. It's so much more accommodating, I think, this way they have it. And it's much more open, too. It definitely, um, it's, you know, it feels bigger even just from the ordering area because those touchscreens are gone. But all right, let's get to the important stuff because, you know, the look and the decor is nice, but it really is all about the menu and the first thing I noticed is that the menu is definitely expanded there are now three boards and if you go to uh, this week's show notes over at www.radio.com you'll be able to see pictures of the interior I'll do a quick little video too but there are three boards that have a a ton of different items on them and I'm going to go through them very quickly there is uh, the Aloha Pork Sandwich which is Pulled pork on a pineapple coconut bun with cheddar, Asian slaw, cucumbers, and tomatoes, which now I've decided is something that I have to try. Uh, grilled chicken sandwich. Oh, that's uh, $9.49. A grilled chicken sandwich, also $9.49, has uh, cheddar, bacon, teriyaki sauce, and pineapple salsa. Pulled pork nachos are $8.29 with onions, cheese, spicy tomatoes, tomatoes, and pineapple salsa. Coconut curry meatballs, Yahtzee. Which I want to try. <laughs> yeah, we have to get those, all in the name of research. Uh, a third pound aged Angus bacon cheeseburger. Polynesian salad with chicken, which I've had in the past. Mixed greens, cucumbers, pineapples, blue cheese, cherry tomatoes, wonton trips, sesame tr- soy dressing, which I dig. 
Caesar salad with chicken. There's also the big kahuna sandwich. So if you're looking for things like um, sliced meats like turkey, ham, salami, roast beef, Swiss, lettuce, tomato on focaccia with red pepper spread and gypsy. The first thing I noticed is you've got things like red pepper spread, Asian slaw, teriyaki sauce, spicy mayo, like the, the ingredient, right? All the condiments are different. It's not just like a, you know, a... a, a a roast beef sandwich with mayo. No, there's definitely a different Hawaiian flair here, which I totally like because sometimes you want to just a little spice it up. And, you know, on that big kahuna sandwich, you can get the pepper spread, and I'm sure you can get it on the side if you don't want it as spicy, but that sounds delicious just to even try it. You just sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher because I was already moved on to hot beef and cheddar for nine twenty nine roast beef, cheddar, caramelized onions with sweet chili mayo on house-made bread. We're getting that too. Grilled ham and cheese, again, sweet chili mayo, multigrain bread, a Reuben, a lobster roll. Lobster roll, lobster roll uh, which is $16.29. I'm almost curious to see what a $16 lobster roll sandwich looks and tastes like, but it's lobster salad on a split top roll with chips, house made tuna salad sandwich, turkey sandwich, chicken and waffles. Wait a minute, hold the phone. Uh, crispy buffalo, buffalo chicken. chicken fritters, mm-hmm. buffalo chicken fritters on a waffle. Topped with romaine and ranch dressing. That sounds delicious. Hmm. I, might I hope you're hungry, mind. yeah. Uh, all beef hot dog, fish tacos, fish which ta- I don't know if you can get anywhere else here. Nicholas loves fish tacos. So does his big daddy. <laughs> Udon noodle bowl with shrimp and beef, something similar probably to what you can get uh, over at Katsura Grill, which, as you know, is like my favorite counter service location. There's also four different flatbreads, a Hawaiian flatbread, uh, which is... Uh, marinara, pineapple, onions, ham, mozzarella, and parmesan, a traditional flatbread, pepperoni, and a daily flatbread. So what's nice is that the menu does sort of change a little bit. They also have kids' items, turkey sandwich, chicken and pineapple skewers, PB&J. But listen, that's we need to concentrate. So I'm thinking an Aloha pork sandwich. we got to sample the meatballs. You had me at hot beef and cheddar, fish tacos, and... Do I maybe get a chicken and waffles just because I have to? I think you have to. Well, I know that I have to. Okay. So. <laughs> so I think let's just... Oh, wait. And wait, she wanted a flatbread, too, didn't she? Yeah, Hawaiian flatbread. All right. So this is going to be lunch slash dinner. dinner. It's dinner. And this dinner. is going to be more like lunch slash dinner. We're having it in the afternoon, but it's going to be dinner. All right. So let's go and place our orders. Aloha. Aloha. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. And I'm going to sound a lot hungrier than I really am, but I'm starving. <laughs> So, uh, an aloha pork sandwich, please. What sandwich would you like with that? What are my options? Fries, chips, vegetables, and coleslaw. Vegetables. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, let's go with french fries, please. please. Oh, my God. They also have sushi here, too, in, this, in the market yeah, we cooler. Have the cooler. We have spicy shrimp, crab, and just vegetables. Oh, gee, I'm gonna. This is going to be a multi-parter. All right. Uh, aloha pork sandwich with fries. How are the coconut curry meatballs? Um, I personally don't like them, but a lot of people do because they're like a little sweet and spicy. Oh, okay. sweet and spicy. Okay, okay yeah. let's do it. Coconut curry meatballs, uh, a hot beef and cheddar. What side would you like with that? Um, chips, just chips? to be different. Chips, yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? Fish tacos. Fish tacos, please. That is amazing. That's amazing. They are. But are they spicy though? Is the black and spicy? Because it's for my son. Um, they're not. For me? He'll be no. fine. Okay. So I'm not want, worried. Do you want to know um, seasoning? No, just the way, just have it the way the chef wants it. Yeah. It's so good. She's I, like, I, she's literally rolling her eyes as she says that. I don't like tacos at all. Really? And, and she I loves, and you all love right. Okay. And, and also Hawaiian flatbread. Hawaiian flatbread? Yeah. Um, what side would you like with the fish? <laughs> fries? Um, Chips. No, veg fries, because 
Yeah, just fries. fries? Yeah. Um, oh, but then we're missing out on the chicken and waffles. <laughs> Hawaiian flatbread or chicken? You like chicken? <laughs> maybe, but maybe she should, maybe in the interest of research, she should take one for the team. No? All right. Sorry. All right, a Hawaiian flatbread, please. That's a lot of food, isn't it? I know, it is. That's a lot of, yeah, even. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. There'll be leftovers. Don't worry. You can come, yeah. All right, I'll have to come back for chicken and waffles, I think, and we'll, this will make this a two-parter. And four fountain drinks, please. Um, the fountain drinks you can get out of the cash register. Okay. Right? Anything else on the kitchen? No. That's it. That's it. Thank right. you. Is everything else you would like from over there? Head to the cashier. Okay. We'll pay your rent radio. Okay, okay great. Thank order you. here. Order here. Pay at the cashier. Got it. My favorite one. How are you? Let's go and... Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, no tables in Wonderland. No annual pass holder discounts. Correct. Okay. Okay, so it's not actually three checkouts. You actually place your order at the end of the open-air kitchen row, and then you check out at the one of two checkout counter locations. Okay, so we just picked up our many, many, many trays of food. I may need a... Well, I was going to say, I would have normally needed a doggy bag, but it's me. Well, it'll go to a good home. So we've got... Five different menu items. I think a nice sampling of the menu. First things first, um, the portion sizes are much bigger than I expected, especially things like the coconut curry meatball. Three bigger than golf ball sized meatballs, nice portion of rice, sauce, some um, green onions or scallions up on top. I have in front of me the Asian pulled pork sandwich, uh, Marion Mangello. I brought the kids along today to get a kid's perspective. She has a really big night size Hawaiian flatbread. You could possibly share that between two people. And uh, Big Nicholas has the fish tacos, which there are two soft fish tacos with fries. And then, of course, we have the beef and cheddar sandwich. Um, everything smells really, really good. Like that, especially in you know, the counter service, that's a good hallmark because when you walk in and when you get your food, it smells good. It all looks so good. I don't even know what to try first. Here, this is yours. All right, I'm going to um, let's sample first. I'm gonna the, the first thing I want to try are these coconut curry meatballs. Let's um, let's cut these guys up and and we'll sample here. Now, of course, if I like them, it means I'm not going to share as much as I was before. All right, so let's see. Going to get a meatball. Going to get a little rice. All this curry. Mmm. Mmm. So you hear curry, you probably think spicy, but wow, it's really sweet. And then all the way on the back end, sort of like in the back part of your tongue, you get just a little bit of a, not like an Indian curry, but a little bit of heat on the back end. Oh, I like these a lot. Yeah, you mm, I like that. It has the sweet Asian chili sauce yeah, on it. That sweet that's it. sauce. Right, right, right. It's exactly. that little chili. So it's not like a curry at all. It's a sweet chili. The first thing I got was coconut. It's so, like, sweet and, like, creamy. Yeah, you know, and you you may think, oh, sweet meatball. It doesn't make sense. That's really, what, why are you eating all my meatballs? Because it's really good. This is why I don't take you on live restaurant reviews. Exactly. Um, that's really good. So this is what's nice about this too. It's a shareable appetizer, or it could even be a full meal too. As I swallow, I'm sorry. Um, yes, it definitely could be a full meal. But you, I think I like it as an appetizer. Yeah, I, mean, I like this too as, as a 
again, more, most people, most mortals would share. Not so much for me. Mmm. You like that? And like the rice, kind of like balance it out. If you get like a good piece of that and like a good amount of rice, it's so good. Yeah, like it's filling. You know what it also feels like? It's kind of comfort foodish. It's definitely comfort food. The rice definitely has coconut milk in it, so that's what makes it so smooth and creamy. Nicholas, what do you? All right, yeah. So what do you? So you, Nicholas is practically. You can tell you are my son, right? Because you're almost done with your fish tacos. Um, so the fish tacos, I'm gonna of course have to take a bite just because. No. Oh no! You literally screamed at me not to taste your food. You are my son. No. Hmm. Hmm. I know that's Mm-hmm. So. What I like about these is they're soft tacos, but the way that they cooked them, like on the press, like it's got a little crunch to it, and it's not, it's a very, very, very light, flaky fish. Um, what One thing that you worry about on fish tacos is, are they moist? And it is, but not so much so that it saturates a soft taco. The thing is, but, too, it's not soggy. It's crispy, right, right. which is it's delicious. Very crispy, it's yeah. And a two, the same thing. It's got a really nice flavor to it. It doesn't taste necessarily like a, you know, filet fish right? Or just a piece of, like, fried cod. And it's, it's a grilled. And again, too, there's just a little bit of the temperature on the back end. But, you know, Nicholas is nine, and he doesn't like spicy food, and he loves it. Right, and it definitely has the Hawaiian flair, which I love. Yeah, so I'm two for two so far, and I haven't even gotten to my food. He just did hands up like like victory. It is very good and a little bit spicy. Just like me, I'm really good, a little bit spicy. Yeah, it, I liked um, how like the fish and the spice and is kind of balanced out because the first thing I kind of got was spicy, then I got fish, then I got spicy again. And so, as you know, sometimes you think about spicy, you shy away from it. You even asked when we were ordering, "Is it too spicy?" When you have kids, you worry about it, but not at all. I mean, there's not enough heat on either either of these things to even make a picky eater or a kid want to shy away from it. Absolutely. I mean, it's it, and it's a definitely a very good portion. Like, it's not too much that you know that there's three of them and they, he wouldn't be able to finish them. It's delicious. Hmm. And as you say that, I'm trying to finish the coconut meatballs because I don't want to share anymore. All right, let's go to... Marion, you have one of the four different flatbreads. We didn't find out what today's sort of flatbread special is. But what I also want to note, too, is that while people were ordering up there, somebody asked again, this Captain Cooks has been here for a long, long time, and a woman asked, hey, I miss the adult grilled cheese sandwich. I'm sad that it's off the menu. One of the uh, chefs from behind the counter heard her, came up and said, hey, don't worry about it. We could make it for you. Do you want it with the tomato? How do you want it? So they can accommodate, and they also are aware that there are certain things that around the old menu that they'll do again. So, Marion, you've got the Hawaiian flatbread, which has pineapple and ham. Break one of those little bad boys off. It's broken up into, like, four really large size pieces. And, by the way, this is not a new option. This is I've had this before, and it's really, really good. Less talking, more eating. All right, are you giving me a piece? Oh, yes, there you, I'm giving you hmm. a piece. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to bite your finger. Mm. What am I? So, thin crust flatbread. It's like again, it's not a pizza. It really is a flatbread. Generous portion and helping of both the pineapple and the ham. So, a lot of people think 
you know, ham and pineapple doesn't make sense on a pizza, but it totally works here. You totally get the sweet and the salty, which is wonderful. A great mixture that they came up with. And that's, you know, we keep talking about the same thing. Like, there's the sweet and savory aspect of all these, but not so much in a way that it overpowers the flavor of the food. And on the outside, it's like a little bit crunchy, but it gets softer and softer as you go into the inside of the pizza. I'm just happy that you guys are distracted from the meatballs. Mm. Mm. Meatballs. And rice. I don't eat any meatballs. You guys can have it. Even though I love them, you guys can have it. You're so generous, Nicholas. You clearly get that from my side of the family. <laughs> All right, so Deanna, breaking the rules over there, you've already started to dig into the Asian pulled pork. So first thing, just from a visual point of view, and again, pictures are in the show notes over at wdwradio.com. Click on the podcast in this week's show. You can find them there. So... The bun, very different than the bun that we see for the beef and cheddar sandwich. It's sort of a very hearty, very dark, um, is it kind of like an onion roll? There's actually coconut in the bun. And they have this really thin sliced cucumber, which adds such a wonderful crisp to the pulled pork. And the pulled pork doesn't have an overpowering of the barbecue sauce. It's not too, you know, too wet or too dry. It's the, The cucumber with the pulled pork is phenomenal. And so that's what I often worry about when I order pulled pork. There are many times, and sometimes it's appropriate to have it literally just, you know, dreaded, dripping, and there's something about getting the barbecue sauce mm-hmm. down your forearm when you bite into a sandwich. But this is not like that at all. And I, not that I don't believe you, but I need to sort of try it for myself. Mmm. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely less sweet. Than anything else, uh, I do like the bun a lot. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of coconut, so I like that. But you're right, a little thing like the, and it's not a, a, an overly vinegary type of um, uh, cucumber or sauce that's on it, but it adds that little bit of Asian slaw, the different levels of texture. Mm-hmm really makes it sort of different than your traditional pulled pork sandwich that you might find elsewhere. Well, there's Asian slaw as well as the slivered cucumber, which I love. So it does add that extra um, flair of the Hawaiian food, which is lovely. Mm. Not spicy, not, not sweet at no. all. I I love, like, to me it kind of tasted a little bit sweet just because of the coconut bun, but I like how it balanced out with the pork and the cucumber and the tomato. I'm raising these kids right, obviously. All right, so, again, you for, for these, like the sandwiches, you have a choice of French fries. They've got sort of these uh, fresh sort of house-made chips, as well as vegetables or fruit, I believe, was the option. That was just too healthy for me. I mean, if you're, if you're going to do a sandwich, man, let's do it right. So this is the one that I've been most curious to try, was the beef and cheddar. This is on a different type of bun. Again, nice, healthy, generous portion of roast beef. You can see, oh, there's nothing better than seeing the cheese sort of dripping out. This oh, yeah, sort of reminds that, me. Though. That's like so juicy. Oh, the see, Marion. Juice just dripping out. Right? It, you think like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich or a Chicago's like Italian. When you squeeze the bun to sort of fit this big sandwich in your mouth, and you can see the juices start coming out. That's the sign of a, of a well-made sandwich right there. Oh, but that's so good. That's really good. Pretty much. I've been chopped liver for the whole entire... Mmm. Look at that. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, so... 
I'm not comparing, but analogizing again to that. Again, I come from the Northeast. The only thing I miss is the food, certainly. I think about things like the Philly cheesesteak. What does it come down to? A really good bun. And what makes a good roll is not just the... It's exactly. It's that little bit of a crunch on the outside, and it doesn't allow it to get soggy. It just sort of absorbs all the juices from the meat. That's what I got from this first. Then you get a really well-cooked piece of meat, and I'm looking from the inside and outside. You know, there is a little bit of pink to it, so it's not overdone. It wasn't sort of just, you know, you lose a flavor if you overcook the meat too much, but it's all covered with cheese. The beef is almost like a beef that you would get on an au jus sandwich with an au jus dipping sauce. So it's it's actually delicious. There is a little bit of like, I think it's some kind of mayonnaise on there mm-hmm. that actually makes it really creamy yeah. and tasty. I, I, that's, you took the words a little out of my mouth. There's a creaminess to mm-hmm. it. And what I liked too and what I was concerned was when I saw beef, I was afraid it was going to be a diced up piece of meat no. like a like a steakum. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with steakums, but... I liked the bun, again, like how it was a little bit crispier. Um, even though I love the coconut bun, too. Mm. I really liked, again, the creaminess. It was kind of creamy when I bit into it. And, like, juicy. And, like, juice just got all over my mouth. It was so good. Mm-hmm. So, you haven't had a show because you've been stuffing your face. So, what do you think? What was your favorite one so far? Mm, I gotta say... The meatballs. Yeah. You know what? Everything sort of brought something very different to the table. Right. Right? In terms of the flavors, you can... Look, there's something to be said for just picking up a sandwich and eating, especially when you want casual food. But I like the meatballs. I was surprised at, at the flatbread. I'm not... I don't normally get a flatbread. And the fish tacos, I really like a lot. So... It's hard to almost put them in order, and I'm sad that we missed the chicken and waffles. I'm literally tempted to go and get it just okay. so we can try it. Um, the coconut curry meatballs were a really, really were nice good. surprise. Yeah, I liked it a lot, and I like the fish tacos. Nicholas, listen, homeboy. If, oh, oh, I know I can. Don't worry. Mm. Mm. If I had to rate them, I'd probably go... From the meatballs, because I really, really love the coconut. Um, then I'd go to probably the the sand, the, the pulled pork sandwich with the coconut bun. That was really, really good. Then I would go to the flatbread. Then I would go to the other sandwich, the Philly cheese steak. The beef and cheddar. Beef and cheddar one. And then I didn't. I liked the fish tacos, but it was a, just a little bit spicy. Just a little, but... So for me, like if I was to come here again, which saying if as if it's not going to definitely happen, it's a fake complete. A nice meal for me is the coconut meatballs and the fish tacos. Yeah. I agree. And you can, and it's not, you know what too? Nothing is very heavy. Like I don't, yeah. nothing is greasy. You know, sometimes you go and you get counter service, not necessarily here, but you get a burger or you get some fried stuff and it feels very heavy. And we've, we're eating, a, there's a lot of food here, and I don't feel, like, gross after eating. Yeah. Well, especially in Florida with the heat, you know, I, at least I find I can't eat a lot of heavy food. And these things with the Asian flair, just, it, they're just very light and delicious, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, people. I need to try the beef one more time just to 
verify what I thought. So the nice thing too is that we keep on saying it has an Asian flair and it's got this and it's a little spicy, but I think that there's something, it's a very easy, accessible menu, right? There's something here for everybody, and even the pork and the tacos and the flatbreads, and the, it's not so much that if you are a picky eater or you're not a very adventurous person, it's not something that should scare you in any way. This beef and cheddar sandwich, if we weren't at the Polynesian, you wouldn't necessarily know that it was a quote-unquote Asian you know, a themed type of a meal. Absolutely. But I do like the, I have to go see what kind of um, mayonnaise they put on it because it's not quite like a, a heavy mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. It's a very light textured mayonnaise. So. Right, but there's, it's it's rich, but it's not heavy. At all. You know, there's, there's a really nice, again, that sort of has the warm, comfort, foody mm-hmm. kind of thing to it. Um I think we would be remiss if we didn't try the chicken and waffles. I think, yeah. I, I think we need to go try chicken and waffles. Aloha. You're probably wondering, how could this guy be back again? You li- I literally ordered, like... All right, so in order, this is... the this is We liked everything a lot. That's good. Uh, I love the coconut curry meatballs. I totally dig them. They, they were sweet, and they were a little spicy. Oh, right? And it was it's sort like of like comfort mis- foodie. Yeah, it's mysterious. I, mysterious? <laughs> oh, the me. mysterious coconut For curry. me, I was like, what... The fish tacos were a nice surprise, right? They were really well cooked. They weren't soggy. There was a little bit of heat on the back end, so I dug it. Loved Aloha pork sandwich. So good, right? Big time. But I think I would be remiss if I didn't get the chicken and waffles because crispy buffalo chicken fritters on a waffle with don't laugh at me, Sung. This is I'm. This is all in the name of research. So good. It was really good. Really. Good. All right. So I have to. Um, I have to do it. I got to do chicken and waffles. That's the first thing I would. I try from the new menu, and it was. Crazy. What side would you like? That. And what are my What are my options? Uh, chips, vegetables, slaw, or the French fries. So I'll try a slaw just to mix things up a little bit. And what's today's daily flatbread, by the way? Oh, sorry, they don't come with the side. Oh, that's fine. I'm kidding. I'm full anyway. Um, what's today's daily flatbread? Um, today is barbecue. What? Like barbecue like chicken or barbecue like... Pork. Barbecue pork. Oh, man, i got to come back here again. All right, well, I'll just stick with chicken and waffles <laughs> for so now. You're so happy with our, with our new menu, I am right? so happy with the new menu, and I live like five minutes away, which is even better. So. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So that's just everything? Just chicken waffles, please. The waffle will be freshly made. Cool. And you, you like spicy, right? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Nice, nice. And then you guys also have breakfast in the morning, too? Yes. You open at 7? Like, well, six. we're 24-7, but breakfast starts Oh, you're 24-7? Yeah. Breakfast starts at 6.30. Nice. All right, so I have to come back for breakfast. I like the fact 24-7, grab-and-go, the grab-and-go stuff is there. Yeah. The kitchen's not open, only till 11? Uh, tell, um, see, um, the kitchen closed at 11, but okay. then we still do flatbreads till 1.30 in the morning. Oh, nice. I'm a late-night sna- Look at me. I'm clearly I'm a late-night <laughs> snacker. Um, but I like the idea of grab-and-go 24 hours. Very cool. Awesome. Mahalo. Mahalo. Hi, Nikki. I'm back again. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I swear I'm sharing this with other people. It's not just me eating it. It's okay. If it were me, it would be just me eating it. Aloha. 3.20. 3.20. Uh, yes. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, look at this. All right, kids, please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs away from my chicken and waffles at all times. Thank you. All right, so first things first, this is not what I expected the chicken and waffles to look like. I expected one large waffle. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like an open-faced sandwich or something that you fold over, almost kind of like that you have at um, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. But you have two round waffles, probably a little bit larger than baseball shape. Each has two really good size, and they're, they're chicken fritters. So they're almost like chicken nuggets, but a little bit bigger, a little bit of lettuce. And they do have a, um, a ranch dressing on top. And as soon as they brought over, again, part of enjoying food is not just when it, it hits your taste buds, but it's the visual aspect of it, and it's the olfactory. It's, using, it's enjoying a meal with all your senses, and you can immediately smell... Like maple syrup. You, well, you know, I smell like the warm waffles. Like these are not waffles that have been sitting. They're warm waffles. You smell the sweetness of syrup, and you do get that little hint of the yeah. spicy buffalo. Yeah, and you also get the hint of maple syrup. There's maple syrup on here. It looks delicious, so I'm going to cut it right now and eat it. <laughs> See, my family's not used to actually doing this with me when I talk about my food for way much longer before I actually start eating it. So, good. Yeah, cut it up. It's... Uh, it's a really good-sized portion, too, and this, I think, again, is probably around $9-ish or so. Right when we got it, the first thing I smelled was waffles. Waffles. I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's No, waffles. get out of here. Get... So good. i got to get a piece with the waffles. Mmm. Must-eat chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Mmm. So... And for somebody who's never had it before, you might think chicken and waffles sounds like an odd combination. It's very big in the South, but as soon as you, as soon as it hits your mouth, you get that warmth of the waffle, right? Again, that little bit of crisp on the outside, and it's just the right bit of softness, the sweetness of maple syrup. And then all of a sudden, you get the juice of the chicken. And again, it's so important because the chicken is not overcooked. It's not too crunchy. It's not too crispy. It's a nice, very, very light breading on the outside and then when it all kind of mixes up in there together that's nice I think what I love is after you get the barbecue uh, not the barbecue I'm sorry the buffalo from the chicken you get the waffle taste that diminishes the spiciness of the buffalo and it becomes creamy because you also get the hint of maple which is try this delicious so I'm going to have another bite here excuse me watch your fork isn't that good you get like the saltiness of like the breading and the ranch dressing, then you get a little bit of like spicy, like spicy. But it's it's cut by the ranch and the maple. And then you get a nice little crunch of like the lettuce that's on top, and then you get the sweetness and the softness of the waffle. Yeah. So it's like a sweet and spicy combined, and like. Right when you get into hits your taste buds, it's spicy, but then it comes sweet again, but it turns back to spicy. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused because there are so many things. I was totally sold on the meatballs, but this is real. I like this a lot. So much, I'm going to put the recorder down. You guys aren't cutting fast enough. Thank you.
So what I think I'm going to do is I think I'm just going to sleep here too because I would really like to enjoy the breakfast in the morning. Um, they do have Tonga toast. Yeah, so when Captain Cook's was going to reopen, people were concerned about what might stay and what might go. And I'm happy to see that Tonga toast is back. It's that bacon-stuffed sourdough bread, battered deep-fried with cinnamon sugar. The difference used to be, and I assume it's the same, is that the only difference between this Tonga toast and the one you get upstairs at Kona Cafe, and here's a money-saving tip for you, it's exactly the same at a much less, a much lower cost. The only thing you don't get is the strawberry syrup, which is not necessarily a big deal, but there's also the bounty breakfast platter, scrambled eggs, bacon, sort of a traditional breakfast, potatoes, biscuit, French toast sticks, Mickey waffles. Big kid favorite, Mickey waffles. Breakfast sandwich, a breakfast burrito, which I like a lot. And again, there's, there's kids' meals. The kids' meals are French toast sticks and a kid's Mickey waffle, which are great because I know everybody's kids love those. But this is like this is one of my money-saving tips is that sometimes you can find favorites from sit-down restaurants yeah. at counter-service restaurants. And Tonga Toast is consistently the one, as I use as an example. So I'm happy to see this back here now. Obviously, a lot of people, they think Captain Cook's, the first thing that comes to mind is all you can serve yourself, Dole Whips, where you can come, you basically were able to get a cup, and as much as you could fit into that cup without it falling over, that was the size of your Dole Whip. That's noticeably absent, but again, construction is still going on, and just on the opposite side of the wall, sort of facing where the pool area is going to be, is going to be the Pineapple and I, which is going to have... Not just one, but I think a variety of Dole Whippy goodness treats. I think it's going to be a bunch of sweet treats, not only for the adults to happily enjoy, but (laughs) to absolutely make your children very happy so that the whole family can enjoy the outside ambiance here. And again, it's going to be the sort of the the pineapple-inspired, you know, and look, it's got fruit in it, so by definition, by losing it, it's healthy. See, I've got everybody brainwashed into thinking... So don't worry about it not being here at Captain Cook's um, because it isn't becoming once the Polynesian renovations are done uh, sometime uh, next year. So, all right, uh, rating Captain Cook's. And look, we, we live locally. We come out to the parks not every day, not even every week, but we do come out here every so often to enjoy a meal, both sit down and counter service and otherwise. Um, how does Captain Cook? so when I say, guys, where do you feel like going to eat? If we want to grab something quick one night, where does Captain Cook sort of factor in on the, you know, let's just grab something quick at Walt Disney World? I'd, I, from a one being the worst, ten being the best, I'd rate this a ten or eleven just because it's easy. Be It's not as, it kind of reminds me of Beaches and Cream, but not really as crowded. It's just kind of, you come in, you order, and you sit down, and then it's just, the food is awesome. It's, so you like being able to go to counter service and be able to sit down but get your food pretty quickly. And it's good food. It's not just burgers and fries. And we consistently hear people come here and say, where do I go to eat? Because I don't want to have burgers and fries. And this is an example, I think, of that you know, trend Disney is continuing to move forward on. Is And what I like is you can only find certain menu items at certain locations. So the buffalo chicken waffles and the coconut meatballs, from what I understand, are not found anywhere else. Nicholas, how do you sort of rate Captain Cook's? One to ten. What do you give it? Infinity. He gives it infinity. Marriage for Marion, it goes up to 11, but for Nicholas, it's infinity. I think the other thing here, too, is the people that are very health conscious, they have a, a nice array of health, health conscious things to choose from on the breakfast side and also on the lunch and dinner side. So, you know, you have 
the burger if you want a burger, or you have a really nice Hawaiian salad that you, I mean, which looks delicious. So I know that sometimes, you know, I don't want to, you know, have a burger. I do choose to have a salad. So I think it's got a great array of all different things that every foodie would actually enjoy. Yeah, and I do like the fact that there's a number of grab-and-go options, and I took a picture of them and put, put, I'll put, again, lots of pictures in the show notes because you can come here if you want to grab something quick. If you're staying here, don't want to feel like doing a sit-down, a nice break in the middle of the day, you don't have to worry about making reservations somewhere. I think Captain Cook's should be on the radar, not just of people who are locals or certainly staying at the Polynesian, but it's a place that you should make it a point to go because of some of the items that are here. Yeah, definitely. The options, I mean, they have an array of different options that you can choose from, which I, I absolutely love. We didn't even get to dessert. No. Plus, you can go upstairs. You can go to the Tambu Lounge after, ah, after a nice dinner. Absolutely. You can hang out. The kids are in the pool. Yeah, it's definitely something that we're going to have to come and have a staycation at. So my, the way I think you do it is you come here, you come to Captain Cook's, and then you go outside. I love seeing wishes from the Polynesian beach, the electrical water pageant. A nice sort of very low-key, relaxing kind of day. You don't have to worry about making ADRs anywhere uh, because, you know, unless it's the busiest time of year, 7 o'clock at night, it, it's it, Captain Cook's, again, we're, we're here um, on a Sunday afternoon, and it's not busy at all. No, it's definitely you can get a table. There's not a lot of people. We're inside. It's air-conditioned. It's a great place to come and have, you know, and downtime with your kids and your family. So. And they'll be opening up the outdoor seating areas, again, as well, where you'll really be able to get a look, not just at the new pool that's being developed, but the marina and Seven Seas Lagoon and Cinderella Castle off in the distance. And also, it's it's like not a super, like fancy kind of food place and it's not like again burgers and fries and like hot dogs but it's like a perfect kind of food option because I saw somebody ordering a hot dog they have hot dogs they have and they also have this awesome food that's Marion let me just say this to you spicy buffalo chicken fritters on warm waffles with maple syrup boom you should have seen my love this place because like I love the Hotel Alani and like it's just like Alani. It has all the great food, it has an awesome pool, it has all that stuff. And it's not too fancy. You can just and it's not like all there is is burgers and fries. You can just walk up and get like like there's like burgers and fries are like Hawaiian based. So like they're Hawaiian. It's like it's like Alani but not five thousand miles away, which yeah. is nice. It's like Alani, but a lot more convenient. So, um, big thumbs up for, for Captain Cook's. Oh, I dig yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. For those of you who are listening, if you haven't had a chance, be sure and check it out. And if you have been to Captain Cook's, I would love to hear your opinions in, as well. You can email me, lou at www.radio.com. Better yet, when you come here, call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. Give me your thoughts. Give me your live mini restaurant review. Uh, let me know on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangello, certainly Facebook as well. I'd love to hear what you think of Captain Cook's and what's your favorite item on the brand new Captain Cook's menu. I want to thank uh, the Mungello family for joining me and not eating all of my food, which is pretty much a hallmark of what thank you need you. to do to, to eat with me. Enjoy. It was great. What do you, mean? you said it was as if I'm not done with the chicken and waffles. Can I, can I finish it? I want to finish it. <laughs> I want to finish the waffles. What no, I wanted to finish the waffles. <laughs> I want to finish my waffles. Now I need a nap. 
need a, a, a Hawaiian nap. It's time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details and what you see, and maybe even to what you hear. You can then enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week's question was really more of a quote to see how well you pay attention to the, what you hear in the attractions. And the quote I gave you was, I don't think they'd notice a few extra bodies around here, if you know what I mean. And again, hundreds of you entered... Pretty much all of you got this one correct, and it is, of course, from The Great Movie Ride at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Congratulations to everybody who entered and got it correct. I randomly selected one winner from all the correct entries who will receive a copy of my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World, all six of my virtual audio walking tours of the Magic Kingdom, and a mystery prize from my collection, which is going up on eBay. And the winner, randomly selected from all the entries, is... Eve Robertson. So, Eve, congratulations. Send me your address. I'll get your package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So, I am all excited about our Twilight at the Tower series of events on October 3rd. Stay tuned to the end of the show and visit wdwradio.com slash tower to find out more about our events around the Tower of Terror on October 3rd. And so I thought I would make this week's trivia question all about the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, one of my favorite attractions, one of the most detailed in terms of story and setting a time and location and place to sort of really envelop you and immerse you into the story that line that they have created. So just before you enter the show building, this Hollywood Tower Hotel, there's a plaque that says what year the Hollywood Tower Hotel was established. And that's your question for this week. Based on the plaque at the entrance of the Hollywood Tower Hotel, what year was the hotel established? Pretty simple. All you need to do is send your answer to contest at wdwradio.com by 11.59 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, August 31st. You're once again playing for my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World, all of my virtual audio tours of the Magic Kingdom, and this week, I'll throw in a mystery vinylmation, so good luck and have fun. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks so much for taking the time and tuning in this and every week. Thanks again to everybody who has posted a review over on Amazon.com for my new book, 102 Ways to Save Money, for and at Walt Disney World, I want to thank Kurt Plunk, Scott, Gene, and Zach Brown, and everybody else who's left the review. You can find out more and order the book by visiting Disney102.com. In addition to the podcast, which you can find and subscribe over on iTunes, please make sure and watch and chat with me every Wednesday night for WDWRadioLive.com. We talk about this week's Walt Disney World news in an interactive chat room where you can ask and answer questions and be part of the show. And if you can't make it live, you can also catch it on our YouTube channel or the audio in the iTunes feed. 
Be sure and tune in this Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, because I'm going to have more details about our very special Twilight at the Tower event taking place at the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror after hours on Friday, October 3rd. It is the weekend of the Tower of Terror 10-miler as part of the Run Disney event. And we have not just a very, very special private after-hours party up on the balcony with hors d'oeuvres, desserts, and, of course, a few surprises. But imagine, if you will, there's another dimension. And on Wednesday night, I'm going to reveal some of the other events we have planned throughout the day over at Disney's Hollywood Studios leading up to our Twilight at the Tower event. Again, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, over at WDWRadioLive.com. Also, make sure you go and explore WDWRadio.com for our blogs, video, newsletter, free app for your mobile device, and lots more, including a great community that everyone is welcome to be a part of. You can also follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. You can follow me there or like the WDW Radio page over at Facebook.com slash WDW Radio. And you know, of course, that I think nothing beats a handshake and a hug. So be sure and check our events page for upcoming meets of the month in Walt Disney World. The next is going to be on September 28th. And then we also have other events going on in Walt Disney World and around the country. You could also check my personal uh, website over at lumangelo.com to find out some other conferences I'll be speaking at and also find out how you can book me to speak at your conference, your event, to your business or to your school. And if you are a podcaster who is looking to take your passion and turn it into your profession, I've got something to help you over at lumangelo.com as well. Be sure and check that out. If you have a question you want answered on the show, email me, lou at wdwradio.com. Or if you want to be heard on the air, call the voicemail at 407-900-9391. Or just click on the Leave Lou a Voicemail box on the right-hand side of the page on the website. You can leave a voicemail right from your computer. Thanks, as always, to my partners and sponsors. Mouse Fan Travel is my official and recommended travel provider because it's who I use. They have an amazing level of personal service, get you all available discounts, and it all comes at no additional cost to you. You can check them out and get a free no-obligation quote over at mousefantravel.com and visit celebrationspress.com. Find out how you can get Celebration Magazine delivered right to your door or your digital device every other month. Again, that's celebrationspress.com. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, all I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links with your friends. Come by. Comment over on the show notes this week or on Facebook as well. Thanks to people like Extant2, GGazZ83, Mary LJ, and everybody else who has left a review over on iTunes. Very, very helpful. Very much appreciated. So thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And thank you, really, for taking the time to tune in each and every week and letting me do what I love and share it with you through the show and the videos in so many other ways. I lead an amazing life, and it's all because of you, because you let me share my passion for all things Disney with you. And I want you to do the same thing. I want you to find that thing that you love and do it every single day. And I know sometimes it's scared to take that little or big leap of faith. But remember that sometimes not taking a risk is the biggest risk of them all. Don't look back with any regrets. Have faith and always keep moving forward. If there's a way that I can help you, please let me know. Thanks again, everybody. Have a great week. So until next time, see ya. Hey, Lou, it's Mike and Logan. It was good meeting you at the Boardwalk Bakery the other day at the meet of the month. 
at that point in time, Logan told you his favorite ride was Mission Space, and he's never ridden the orange, so we've ridden it now, and what do you think, Logan? Well, it was definitely more intense, but it was still really good. Okay, that's the report. Talk to you later. Good morning, Lou Mangiello and WDW Radio Group and WDW Radio Disney Wonder Cruises to Alaska. This is Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York, and I'm calling in to tell you it is now 280 days away from our Alaska adventure. And that means about 100 days for a lot of us to start booking things. I am so excited. So I hope you all have a magical week. I want to also wish my wonderful husband a 19th wedding anniversary, happy anniversary, and that my daughter and I will be back in the world in about 11 days. So this is all awesome news. I am so excited. Have a magical one. Think positive and look for sunshine and rainbows. Bye. Hey, Lou. It's Chris in West Palm Beach, uh, Florida. Um, just checking in. Uh, listen, just got off the uh, um, the internet and uh, heard the whole thing with uh, the show. I'm glad you had a good time. Listen, you're a special guy. I enjoy the whole thing, you know, the uh, whole show, and um, you take care of yourself. I'll just check it in. But um, listen, I need your address because we're both from up north. I know you're a Giant fan. I'm a diehard Giant fan myself. I got something for you. And um, take care of yourself. Give my best to everybody, and talk to you soon. Hey, Lou, it's Alex Urini from uh, uh, Snellville, Georgia, and uh, I just wanted to say that I love your show, and I've recently come back into listening to it after being off for a little bit, and uh, I got to say, I love the top ten attraction narrators with uh, Tim Bananas Foster, as you like to call him, and um, also, I just wanted to let you know that I just applied for the Disney College program because I am currently a freshman in college. And uh, I applied to work there because it would really be the dream for me, and I hope to, that that would help me get my foot in the door to become an Imagineer later on in my life because that would just mean the world to me. And, uh, I just wanted to call in and say that and so to keep up the great work, and that's pretty much it, I guess. Uh, I'll talk to you later, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> All right, have a magical day. You've got a friend.